so now Kevin Parker. Now we wait. Wait until the six o'clock Eastern trade deadline on Tuesday. See what Ross Atkins has in store for the Toronto Blue Jays. Four-one winners over the Detroit Tigers. The Jays took. Three of four from the Tigers in this series. They're four and two in the homestand. Twelve games over 500 for the third time this year. That is their high water mark. A big nine-game road trip coming up. Two in the Trop against the Rays. Four in Minnesota. Three against Baltimore. The Rays right there with the Jays, challenging for wild card spot. Minnesota leading the Central. They could very easily fall into a wild card race at some point. The Baltimore Orioles. Kevin Barker, we know what the Orioles have done. So let's uh, open the phone lines at 416-870-0590, star 591 590 via text. Talk about today's game. Talk about the series. Talk about what your expectations are for the Blue Jays at the trade deadline. And, Kevin, I'll get the conversation going. It was interesting that in the last two games of this series, A.J. Hinch did not use Joe Jimenez. He did not use Michael Fulmer. He did not use Gregory Soto. He did not use Will Vest. Those are four arms that have all been linked in some way or shape to the Blue Jays and other teams. What are you saying, Jeff? Are you saying one of those four guys or two of those four guys could come over and be wearing a Blue Jays uniform on Tuesday? That's what you're saying, Jeff? I'm saying that I, I, I think A.J. Hinch was, uh, now, you know, obviously the game's going to dictate the use of your pitchers, but I think A.J. Hinch was kind of letting folks know who was available and who isn't available. I'm sure that that, uh, that Alex Avia had a role in those decisions, and that decision as well. No point in using a guy and risking injury if he's going to be traded. Um, there are a lot of teams that would look at the Tigers' bullpen and, and frankly, pick any – pick any any of those four arms i mean i'd take i'd take any four of those arms in this bullpen right now hell i'd take three of them right now well you're lo- you're looking for high octane stuff with movement that, that's what you're looking for with a with a slider who can get lefties and righties out the gregory soto thing is interesting because he has reverse splits he's really good against righties he's not so good against lefties but the american league east and what they're trying to do with the blue jays don't really have to worry about facing left-handed hitters you only have to worry about the big donkeys who are right-handed and i'm sure you know some tweaking of the slider the sinker that's a hundred, the four seamer that's a hundred and two. That plays anywhere you go, no, no matter what division you're in. So yeah, I'm with you. Again, for me, it all gets back to what's the organization for the Blue Jays want to give up, you know, and how important is this season? You, it's to get good stuff, you got to give up good stuff, and and that's the question for me. I I understand you, you know, you may not want to give up some of your top guys, but man alive, like you know, you you look at the Blue Jays, you look at the teams that are around them for the wild card. They're better than most of them. Now, Seattle's made themselves a lot better with the guy that they picked up. Now they got a one-two punch. You know, Robbie Ray, is he getting vaccinated? If they have to come to the Blue Jay land and play, is he getting vaccinated? So there's a lot of question marks. And for me, Ross Atkins can go out and sort of solidify what the Blue Jays are trying to do by making it a little easier on John Snyder to hand the baseball to some stuff that he doesn't rely on maybe a ground ball to a guy. How about relying on some swing and miss occasionally? And that would just make it easier for everybody. That would make it easier for the defense. That would make it easier for the manager, for the pitching coach, and for the actual guy throwing it. So you hope he goes out and does some things, and the things that he does is not good. It's great. Well, you, I, I could tell you after spending a weekend down here, or most of the weekend down here, uh, 
the Jays coaching staff certainly expects a couple of relievers. No question. Minimum. Elite relievers, not just – we're not talking another Trevor Richards. We're talking, we're talking elite relievers. Uh, it's pretty clear, I think, that George Springer's elbow is going to be an issue going forward. You might like to get another bat in here and figure out how the hell you're going to – I understand you've got – right now you've got Alejandro Kirk occupying the DH spot. That's going to make it hard to have Kirk, Springer, and Danny Jansen in the lineup the same day if George Springer has to DH. So I think you need another bat in here as well. But first and foremost, first and foremost – they absolutely need to get some reliable arms for the back end of the bullpen. And, Kevin, you talked about Seattle. They've acquired Luis Castillo. Tampa's acquired David Peralta. They're talking to the Yankees about Joey Gallo. We know that Tampa, we know that Tampa will be active. Seattle, as you said, they are going to be in the wild card hunt. They are in the wild card hunt. Uh, you can rest assured that other teams in the hunt will also be making moves. You can rest assured that 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 all these teams are going to be are, are going to be addressing issues. And um, you know the, the the sense you get around here now. Admittedly, this is mainly from talking to folks in the major league staff, and clearly their vested interest isn't necessarily tied into the minor leagues' vested interest. But the sense I get here is, you know, you look at the Jays the Jays prospects, and I think the only two that 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 folks are would not want to give up would be Aurelvis Martinez and Ricky Tiedman. I'm not entirely certain Gabriel Moreno necessarily is uh, is is locked in here. So, uh, I mean, this, look, this is all just speculation right now. This is all just speculation right now. But uh, there is it, clearly Ross Atkins has to make a move. I, I you know, I, I don't think he has any option. I think if he doesn't, if he doesn't bring in. A couple of serious bullpen arms. And again, I'm talking serious arms. I'm not talking window dressing. If he doesn't bring a couple of serious arms, then I think it'll be a a, uh, a real miss, a real miss at this deadline. Absolutely, I, I couldn't have said it any better than what you just said. It. I, I don't have anything else to add either. I, it, there are certain times with again, you look around. You know, the the Yankees are playing good baseball, but. You know, they've shown some kinks in the armor, right? It's I'm not saying that they're not a really good team and they're one of the top two teams in the American League because they obviously are with the Astros. But if you add some pieces, some horses, that again, whenever you're getting on the phone, if you're Pete Walker and you're not calling the Trevor Richards of the world, no offense to Trevor Richards, but, you know, look, just look at what Detroit the first couple of games was running out there, Jeff, in the sixth inning. And, and what the Blue Jays would run out there in the sixth inning. And, the, and Detroit's 30 games under 500. That's the whole thing here, and I'm with you. Ross needs to go out, and I'm sure Ross knows this. You know, the conversations have been had of what, what you may have to give up to get what you need, but they need game changers. And to get game changers, you got to give up a little. 416-870-0590, star 591, 888-660-590, We will get to the phone lines, I promise you, Kevin. Let's talk a little bit about this game. A 4-1 win, Jose Barrios, Danny Jansen, right on right on a uh, page from the get-go, despite that, that eight-inning, or that eight, eight pitch at bat with with uh, Javier Baez, Jose Barrios' brother-in-law in the first inning, which was epic couple of fly balls, including one of the longest fly balls I've seen at this ballpark, in, or foul balls I've seen at this ballpark into the 500 level. But, uh, I mean, that's that's the Jose Barrios you like to see. 
if you're the Blue Jays. It is. Again, for me, when you watch him, uh, you know, strike one for him is very important. He wasn't very good at that today. He threw twenty. He, he faced 25 batters. He threw 13 strike ones. The, the league average is about 62%. That's not even close to that. If you face good teams, especially good teams that can run out their lefties, you know, he, he had 19 at-bats against lefties. He threw nine strike ones to so those 19 batters. It's not good enough. All right, when you're facing bad teams, you can get away with not competing early in at-bats. But when you're facing a team like Detroit, you can get away with that. The the sinker command arm side was decent, wasn't great. I mean, he did enough to keep him honest with that, that away to a righty, that into a lefty. He he was guiding his changeup. I mean, he threw enough of them with decent speed to keep him off the sinker. That's what uh, Danny was trying to do is to, to at least keep him honest, you know, Keep him, have him respect that early in counts so he could throw fastballs and sinkers when he had to throw them. The elevated four-seamer got better. For me, that had more to do with Danny than that had to do with Jose just because of the setup. We talk about this all the time. You, you hear Kevin Gosman talk about that. Where does he start? Where does he want the ball to end up? You see him standing up a little bit more. He's not so much crouched over. That way, if he misses, he misses up and not down the middle. So, yeah, it's a good start. Right? What did he throw? 80 pitches through 56 strikes. It can get better. Is my point right? That's that's the the upside to this whole thing. You know, you you do what you have to do against a team that you should always be beating, but against good teams, for me, the strike one has to get better. Matt Chapman continues his assault, continues his role. Kevin Parker, he is the team leader in home runs. Now it's no surprise that Matt Chapman is hitting home runs. We know Matt Chapman can hit home runs, but this is a this is a bit of a heater for him. It is. I think he's tied with Blatty, right? 20 or 21, whatever the Sorry, number 20, is. Sorry, 20, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, for what I think Blatty has 21 homers. Uh, again, I've been talking about this. For guys that don't have a big load like he doesn't, that that you want to get something going back. It's like that rubber band effect, right? The, the further you pull that rubber band back, when you let it go, the more strength it has going forward. That's the whole premise of being a hitter, a power hitter. But when you don't have that, you have to have good separation, and that's all about timing. He gets the front foot down now a little bit sooner, which allows him to have that little separation, that little pause from the rubber band, right? He's getting that separation from the front foot to the hands, and now he can recognize pitch out of the hand, and the eye or directing the barrel. Couldn't have the eyes direct the barrel if he's not on time with his lower half. He's doing that. He's trusting the process. He actually has a routine, it sounds like. Talk to Guillermo Martinez. He seems to think that he's found that routine, something that works for him. His swing is level. You know, he's hitting enough of those high haters to get them off of that, so now he gets the ball down when he gets the ball down because he's a pull hitter and he has power and he has tons of confidence. He's doing special things. They need him down the stretch. Continue to do this. It takes pressure off everybody else. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. If you're going to text us, 590-590 is the text line, name and location. Please, Max in Toronto. Welcome to Blue Jays Talk. Good afternoon, Jeff and Kevin. Howdy. Well, I have to say this is a quite a turnaround from what it was like a month ago when, like, after the 1-6 you know, disaster doing the the, the – their trip to the West to, to, to Seattle, I mean, this team has really has turned themselves around becoming what they are now, wanting to contend to hold on to the wild card spot so they can, you know, get into the into the playoffs. I mean, they do need they do need another another arm in the pitching department because I think that's what's important. They got enough hitters that can hit. Yeah, I this think is, that's – no, go ahead, Max. You know, they got enough hitters that they can hit. 
and like like the only person I can think of is Kyle Lewis from Seattle. Like he he hasn't been in the lineup as much. Yeah, there. Listen, I I think the biggest, uh, and I don't even know what Kyle Lewis's health status is, but I think the biggest. Uh, the biggest issue for the Blue Jays, obviously, Kevin, and we've talked about this. And thanks for the call, Max. The biggest issue is pitching. We know that that's uh, – I mean, I think Ross Atkins focus – almost by default, Ross Atkins and most general managers focus, focus on pitching at the deadline right now. I still think – I still think – it's not that that left-handed bat necessarily falls into your lap, but I still – if I have to – if I have to give up something of value, I want pitching in return for this team. And, you know, we've seen some cautionary signs. We've seen some cautionary things happen. Now, look, Alec Manoa gets hit by a, by a ball back then. You can't, you can't have enough insurance against calamity. If somebody breaks a leg, you can't approach a trade deadline saying, I need this commodity because so-and-so may break a leg or may break an arm. But we already know that Alec Manoa, and Alec Manoa, I believe, is pitching Thursday. So we already know that the Jays, they're trying to figure out how they're going to get Alec Manoa through to the end of the year. Uh, and, and that's, it's, I mean, that's understandable. This isn't something that just materialized now. They're aware of that. They've got to figure out how to get him through to the end of the year. You've got to hope that you say Kikuchi uh, gives you more of what you saw from him, from him recently. If I'm Ross Atkins, I'm trying to add a bullpen, a couple of bullpen arms. I'd like to add another reliable and air quotes starter. And then if I can get that, you know, that hitter, then maybe that's where I focus. The, the, the key thing here, though, is we just do not know about George Springer. We don't know about that elbow injury. Now, it does not, frankly, the initial readings you're getting is it's not good. Um, I mean, clearly he wasn't able to play today. And on Friday, John Schneider was very clear. He was not pinch hitting. He pinch hit Bo, and he had Danny Jansen. He said if the inning kept going, Danny Jansen was going to come in. So clearly there has to be some concern with George Springer, and we don't know the degree of that. Only the Jays' front office knows the degree of concern. And that also has to factor in here. Because if you're going to be if, – if, you, if you're going to assume that you're only going to have George Springer three or four times in a seven-game cycle, you're going to have to get another – almost another everyday bat in here. So maybe that's where somebody like Ian Happ plays. I, I've been the guy since day one. I've said they, they can go to the playoffs uh, with the lineup that they have that's all right-handed, but they're going to have a real tough time winning the World Series. I'm going to stick with it. Like you run into a good catcher behind the play. Look, look at Tucker, Tucker Barnhart. Knowing how to set guys up and if you miss, miss off the plate. Rather the, to a bunch of right-handed hitters. That's why the games are close against these teams that they shouldn't be close against. Because you got a decent catcher behind the plate who knows how to call a game, who got a young guy on the mound who says misses are good. If you're going to miss, miss away. So to a bunch of right-handed hitters. And for me, perfect scenario, you need both. You need a, a I don't want to say a decent, but a big league left-handed hitter. A guy that knows how to not get himself out, mm-hmm. right? That knows how to lay off a good secondary pitch to get a fastball out over the plate to do some damage the other way. If you can get one of those guys to sprinkle in against whoever, you wherever you want to put him in the lineup, that would be a plus for me, but I'm with you. It just seems like the easier fix would be load your team up with a, as much as swing and miss stuff as you can possibly get, maybe get you another starter. If you got to go to Houston and get one of those to give up to Oscar Hernandez to get it, 
I guess you have to do that too. But for me, I don't know if they take Teoscar back though. I mean, he I, was I don't their know. guy. I, that's a that's a name to throw out there. I mean, if I would if think they might be more interested in Moreno just because you know they're, at some point they're going to have to move on from Martin Maldonado. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm giving up Marino for a or a, for a fifth or fourth or fifth starter. I'm just not sure. That's that's what I would do straight up. I mean, I might give Teoscar Hernandez straight up for a fourth or fifth guy, but not Marino. That's just me. Uh, Jay in Quebec, you're on Blue Jays talk. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. So a couple of weeks back, I was doing the math, and the Jays were playing something like 27 out of 31 games against sub-500 teams. You know, we all know how the beginning started, like a disaster. So they've done well in beating up on the uh, the crappy Tigers, the dysfunctional Red Sox, and the absent Kansas City Royals. So good for them. They did what they had to do. But I'm still not as confident as a lot of the other people I'm feeling are on the calls and in the media because they've, they've really been playing some, some lesser good teams. So in my opinion, we're sort of where we still were when Montoya was still the manager. And the bullpen, in my opinion, is still the, the biggest need. Take you get to get one solid guy. I really like that Foley, by the way. He threw filthy stuff. Oh my goodness! I didn't know who this guy was because we don't see him a lot. Living in Toronto, you get a guy like that. And I don't know what it's going to cost you to tell you the truth. If it's going to, it's going to cost you a, a prospect from Elvis Martinez, uh, not a Jordan Gross. No, not for sure. not for Foley. Yeah. So a guy like that and. If you could get someone better, I don't think Soto's going to be traded. But just think about how amazing the Blue Jays' pen looks with Romano closing or whoever they get sharing the closing role with Romano, depending upon usage. And Simber. And, yeah, but I, uh, I'm just going to I'm going to jump in here. See, I'm just going to jump in here quickly because we have a lot of calls. I, I don't see that as an amazing bullpen. That's a bullpen that gives up a crap load of hard contact. And I think if you look at Jordan Romano's outing on Saturday, a number of hard hit balls. Like I, I mean, I'm sorry. There's not a, there's not enough swing and miss. There's not enough velocity in that bullpen. It's not just Jordan Romano. Like I said, I look at the Detroit Tigers. I take four guys in the Tigers bullpen right now and put them in the Jays bullpen, without question, without question. And Foley isn't one of those guys. But I mean, you give me Vest, you give me Jimenez, you give me Soto, uh, you give me Fulmer. They're better than anybody the Jays have not named Romano. I mean, they just are. So, yeah, th- this is uh, – and, and this is the thing I, I, I think – thanks for the call, Jay. This is the thing that needs to be reinforced. And, Kevin, I know you were here. You talked to the coaches. I mean, we're not talking. They don't, they don't need another Trevor Richards. They don't need another Adam Simber. With all due respect to them, God love them. They've done great work. They need better than that. They need better than that. And it's not just a matter of needing better than that to get to, – to, to have some success in the playoffs, you're going to need better than that to go to the playoffs. I, I I just think it's so obvious. Yeah, for me, it's not even close. That's exactly what you need. And and to the caller's point about when Charlie was here about the manager thing, the players that I've talked to, I don't I don't want to say that they're happy that Charlie's gone, but I think they're in a they, they yeah feel they like are that they, they feel like they're in a better situation now that John Snyder's. You know, running things, just the atmosphere in the clubhouse and holding everybody accountable. Again, that's very hard for me to talk about because I wasn't in the clubhouse, but I've talked to enough players who have told me that and seem to think that, that the train's back on the tracks and they like where it's going. So I'll take the word for it. Yeah. 416-870-0590, star 590, 888-666-0590. The Blue Jays beating the Detroit Tigers 4-1. They've taken three of four. They have tomorrow off. Tuesday's the trade deadline. 
The Jays will be in Tropicana Field to play the Rays. First pitch an hour after the expiration of the trade deadline. Then it's on to Minnesota. And then don't look now, but the resurgent Baltimore Orioles will host the Jays for three games. The Jays are back here on August 12th. And, folks, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this bullpen looks a lot different when we see this team back here on August 12th. And I'm hoping it looks a lot different the next time we see the Jays take the field at Tropicana Field. We'll take a break and come back with more. It's Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan and the Sportsnet radio network. And now the Bet365 standings update with Bet365. You can watch thousands of live games, build your own bet. You can even make a bet while the game's still being played 19-plus Play responsibly, Ontario only. One of the beauties, I guess, of a 12.05 start, other than the fact that I got to chat with Cliff Floyd today, who was here for the uh, Peacock telecast, uh, which is always a highlight. One of the beauties is that your game's in the books, and you can sit back and uh, see what happens in the rest of the American League East. And uh, as the other games get going... The other games continue. The New York Yankees are in first place at 69 and 33. Toronto's now 47, 57 and 45. 12 games is over 500. That is their high water mark. Right now they're 12 back, two and a half up in the wild card. Tampa Bay's 54 and 47. Baltimore's 51 and 50. The Boston Red Sox are 50 and 52. They are two and eight in their last ten. They've lost two in a row. And uh, the Red Sox will be one of the teams that uh, Kevin Barker will be well worth monitoring as we get close to the trade deadline. A reminder that we will have John Paul Morosi of the MLB Network in studio with us tomorrow on Blair and Barker as uh, we get you set for Tuesday, 6.05, the expiration of the Major League Baseball trade deadline. I would presume there will be a ton of trades made on Tuesday. You may see some as well made on Monday. We've already seen significant deals. Andrew Benintendi, Luis Castillo, David Peralta already being moved. And as we said, the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays in, if not dire need of bullpen help. Well, yeah, I think they are. <laughs> I think they're in dire need Absolutely. of bullpen help. 416-870-0590, star 591 594-1. The Blue Jays beat the Tigers today. Tigers, Kevin, did uh, hurt themselves with some rather shoddy defense. Javier Baez, man, that that is. I know there's feast or famine with him, but man, you gotta give me more than what than what I've seen from him. Occasionally, he's a tough watch. You know, the routine play is if you're AJ Hinch, I'm sure he's leaning up on his seat and closing his eyes and doesn't doesn't want to watch all the time just because it's. You know, he tries to turn something easy into making it special, which you don't have to do all the time. You know, catch it, throw it to the first base. Like, it doesn't have to be as hard sometimes as he makes it look. Uh, Yeah, but whenever they turn the corner, however they're going to turn the corner, you certainly, I think if you're a Detroit Tigers fan, you hope that he can get his stuff straight because the shortstop is a big deal. Look at Bo when he wasn't catching balls and throwing balls to the right base and making plays that that he was supposed to make and, and how fans were reacting to that. Well, your shortstop needs to be really good, if not great. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it, it's pretty apparent that. And there was a camera shot of of uh, AJ Hinch during this series. I 
can't remember if it was Friday or Saturday, but there was a camera shot of him, and there was an error by Baez, and you could just see him. And, you know, most managers will generally kind of be careful when they know the camera's on him. You could just see A.J. Hinch shaking his head. You know, you could just see him shaking his head, and and that's uh, – but, again, that's – you know, have your bias. As I said, he's feast or famine. It's just that quite often you expect that feast or famine to occur offensively. But it was a very, very poor display from the Detroit Tigers today. Billy and Markham. What would Blue Jays talk be without a call from Billy and Markham? You are the what? sunshine – in my day. Easy, easy there, Jeffrey. <laughs> okay, listen. First of all, I, I want to give a shout-out to one of the callers that, that calls his show. And it was it happened way back in this, uh, the spring training phone call. But okay, one of the come guys, on. How can you remember that far back? Well, I can remember training. it because one of the callers called in and he said, watch out for the Baltimore Orioles this year. They're, no, they're they going to be vastly improved. I think you know who that caller was. Okay, Who was it? It was me. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no, I, I, call, I call BS in that, Billy. I'm sorry. You go back. Uh, Jeff, I'll bet you anything you want. If you guys got everything, if you got everything on tape, go back there. And as a matter of fact, you, you said to me, come on, Billy, not the Baltimore Orioles. And I told you this. Uh, I said it. If you have it on tape, play it back. And if, if, I, if I didn't say that, I'll buy you any dinner anywhere in the city that you want to go. Okay? Oh, okay. Well, that might be worth my while to go. No, I won't. Check it out. I'll take your Check word it for it. Go ahead. Okay, first of all, like the last caller said, we did what we were supposed to do against these teams. Let's be real, but you know what? You got to you got to play what you what's in front of you, and we did what we had to do. Uh, now, coming on to this next road trip, guys, I do not want to see a one in nine road trip again. Let's if we get out of this even five hundred, I'll be happy with that. This wild card is this number one wild card spot is ours. Uh, we are much better than every other team. Tampa Bay still reeling. The Red Sox are done and i'm not worried about any of the other teams so uh you know it's just keep doing what you're doing and we'll be fine as for the trade deadline guys i'm I'm in i'm in a big disagreement i don't really think we need anything i I really really i know our listen i know our bullpen is bad but you know what's going to happen in the playoffs we're going to short our starters are probably going to want to go longer and if worse comes to worse our back-end starters stripling or or uh, the guy who pitched today, they may be coming in the bullpen, just like Madison Baumgartner did did in the World Series. Long. I'm, I'm not really concerned about that. I just want us to keep playing how we're playing. I got them at 18-1. to 1. I normally don't bet a home team, except for the Raptors a couple of years ago. But I, I really like the Jays' chances. Just get in, and you're as good as anybody in the game. And especially, I want the Yankees. I definitely want the Yankees if we can get by that first round. I, I want them because we will beat the Yankees. Last what thing I, I want to Yeah, go ahead. Let me just leave you with this, okay? Um, I'll tell you something. Uh, if, okay, I, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm just going to go this way. Here's what I want to Please tell do. me you're not going to trade Bo or Vladdy. No, no. This is what I okay. want to do with Vladdy. This is what oh, I want to no, do. Oh, no, here Vladdy. we go. I don't know. You know what? No, I don't want to hear what you no, want to no, do no, with no Vladdy. Trade, Jeff. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear no. it. I don't want to hear what you want to do with Vladdy. No, 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 no. I'm not, I don't want to trade him. Here's, here's, you're going to like this. Seriously. I used to work as a moonlighting job in the in the in the hotel business. Okay, and I could tell you where I can tell you where every sports athlete went, where they wanted to go, what clubs they wanted to go to do. What I want to do one day is I want to find out where Vladdy goes clubbing, probably with Hairboy and Tiaska and all those other guys. Who? I want to see where he goes clubbing. Lord what I'm going to do? 
I'm going to walk up to him and I'm going to say, aren't you Vladdy Guerrero? He'll probably have to have his, uh, his uh, English-speaking guy with him. But I'll say, listen, Vladdy, can I get a picture? And as soon as and Vladdy's going to be dressed to the nines, the fellas are going to all have on the expensive suits. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring a bottle, a big bucket of ga- uh, Gatorade, and I'm going to dump it over his head when he's wearing a suit. And I want to see how he feels about it. Kevin, I'm defending your wife here. This act is getting old, Vladdy. Oh, they have, they've just were at the trade deadline. They've beaten the Tigers. Uh, I'm really mad about Billy this. Billy is Billy. Does, Billy thinks that every day. Billy thinks the team is good enough to go to the postseason. Thanks for the call, Billy. What does he want to do? He wants to talk about the BioSteel bath. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from that. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably I'm, a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to uh, keep my that, mouth shut on that. That's one. probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Billy reaches sometimes, but we love him. He's loyal, and at least he didn't want to trade Vladdy to San Francisco for for whatever. I, w- I want to ask you something, though, Kevin, uh, about a potential move. That is something that we've kind of batted around. We love Alejandro Kirk. I don't know if I love Alejandro Kirk in the third spot, uh, kind of clogging things up a bit. If Matt Chapman keeps it going, hmm. do you consider moving Matt Chapman up into a in, into the third spot in the order? No, I'd rather have Lourdes there. Or, I, I, well, okay, I, fine. Or uh, well, Lourdes. Yeah. Well, again, again, this is this is perfect scenario. You're trying to line your your best bats up the the at bats that you want more than other people on your team, and obviously they want uh, Alejandro Kirk in there because he's been doing well. He's an all star. He's been hitting baseballs all over the place. But when it comes playoff time, and it's going to be very hard to, you know, to string together three or four hits. And I and I got to be honest with you, I'm not saying anything that people don't already know. But he gets on first base unless you hit a homer. It might take three hits to score him. That mm. might be a tough thing to do in the playoffs. So for that reason alone. Just because of, of what you're trying to do and, and how hard it is to score runs in the playoffs, I obviously got to make the playoffs first, but you might want to think about moving some people around. Uh, Alec Manoa, by the way, telling Shai Davidi before the game that uh, he did some throwing today without issue. We saw him do that. He expects to make his next start. I believe someone said it was Thursday, and that doesn't quite jibe, I don't think, with the schedule, but he expects to make – his next start, anyhow, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. obviously played first base today, made a hell of a play, a hell of a play at first base uh, after getting hit in the wrist yesterday. And uh, the, the the lingering question mark over this team, George Springer was not in the lineup today the second time in three days. He's off as he deals with elbow soreness. There is, shall we say, a uh, some concern around the organization as to the severity of the elbow uh, he has told people that it's something that will 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 have to be monitored going forward. Um, I think there are some folks in this organization who wonder if maybe an IL stint isn't in the near future. And again, if that's the case, it certainly wouldn't hurt if the uh, Blue Jays added another bat in here. And Kevin, I'm with you. I mean, I I I I, I only want your, I I want George Springer here for the postseason. Like whatever you have to do, you have to put that dude in bubble wrap until the postseason. Put that dude in bubble wrap. Yeah, but you also got to play him so he he, he has t- rhythm and timing at the plate and can do special things that he does in the playoffs. That's why, he, that's why he gave him all that money, September and October. Make a serious run in October. But I don't know how they keep him healthy. When he's in center field, he's diving all over the place. That seems to be, be when he hurts himself is 
he dives, he hits his elbow, and then he goes trying to hit, and then it makes it worse, and then they have to give him a day off. I don't know what to do with that. I don't know if they DH him. It's going to be hard to DH him because you have to DH Vladdy, and you have to DH Kirk, and you have to run all these different people through the DH role. I don't know how you do that. Yeah. Maybe you stick him in right. But what what do you do with Teoscar? Like there's one guy the, can't disrupt everybody else, so that's going to be a thing going down the stretch here. It, it, it certainly is, and this is the issue. If you operate under the assumption this team needs to add some balance to the lineup, which I think it, we all agree it no does question. at some point, it's hard when you've got Alejandro Kirk and George Springer who should be in the lineup every day and have to DH. I mean, it, it's very diff, it's very difficult to do that. And you've got Danny Jansen behind the plate. And you know you've got at least three of the pitchers who who prefer throwing to him than, than to than to Alejandro Kirk. It's just it's almost unworkable. Je- Jeff, you you know that normally when I come on my, our show and, and this show, you don't make things up. And, and there's a reason why I said trade to Oscar Hernandez for one of those pitchers in in with the Astros. Just because what would that do? That would free up right field. That would allow you to put George Springer in right field, which you had to put him out there. And you could put whoever, Tapia or Zimmer, or if you went out and got Ian Happ, then that'd be even better. Like, you, you could do some things in center field by putting that guy in right field. I don't know, perfect scenario, give you something to think about. But that's an issue because that does not only affect George, that affects everybody else because of the way they use their does. DH role. So that's going to be a thing. They're going to have to work through it. Charlie in Jersey. What's up, Charlie? I got to tell you guys, I'm the luckiest caller because this must be the third time that you put me back-to-back with Billy. Uh, Let me tell you, I sound, I'm sorry, I, I come across as a genius whenever I call. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what he's on, but I want to have Billy, if you're listening, buddy. You know, I want to have whatever you're having, but uh, God bless. I mean, one day he calls and he's trading away Vladdy and everyone. Now he's saying uh, suddenly, oh, we don't have to do any trades. We're good as is. We're going to beat the Yankees. I mean, I don't know what he's smoking. But let me get to what I want to say. Uh let me tell you, I don't know about you guys, be honest with me, but I was bummed out, man, when I heard that Castillo signed with the Mariners. I mean, can you imagine, guys, can you imagine Gosman, Manoa, and Castillo at the top of the uh, rotation? I mean, I know we're coming off a Barrio star where it's a, where a quality start. You know, I'm going to, Jeff, I'm going to argue on you. I know that you're focused on the bullpen, dire need. That's true. But here's why. <clears throat> All right, guys, here's why. I think they got to focus on a starter. There's very few, if any. I mean, I'm thinking off the top, and Kevin, you tell me if you think of anyone else, but Frankie Montes, Pablo Lopez, no which question. of the starters are out there that are really top-notch starters? When you look at Barrios today, I know it's a quality start, but I'll give you an example. Uh, what's his name? Jeez, uh, the shortstop on the other side, the guy who came through. Bias. Uh, Bias. His first – his first, the, the first bat, a bat he had, he ended up walking. Did you see those foul balls? There's I was down there. I saw a hard. There's a lot of hard contact off Barrios. Do you really feel, Jeff? Do you really feel confident going into the playoffs with after other than Gosman and Manoa? And hopefully Manoa's, you know, okay. Who do we have that we can really rely on? Do you feel confident? Sure. Or are you sweating your ass? Like no, I I'm absolutely. So I, I have, I have absolutely, I have absolutely no issue with Jose. Don't Barrios. lie. I don't. I don't yeah, have any I mean, issue with Jose. Yeah, Kevin, I don't. Have, no, I don't have. I mean, I don't have any issue with I Jose can't. Barrios. The quality of the stuff. Wait, he, no, I don't at all. Listen, I, we all know. I have no. Players. You asked me, and I said I have no problem with Jose Barrios. I, I all really right. don't. I We're really don't agree to disagree, but 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 this is why. Listen, you better not, because you got the dude for another six years, so you're going to drive well, yourself nuts. 
Well, listen, he'd be, he'd be an awesome fifth starter. Don't 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 get me wrong. But <laughs> let me tell you, I mean, the the, the bullpen. I mean, tell me if you if you hear where I'm coming from. The bullpen. There's a lot of pieces out there. I think there's a real dearth. I'll hang up. Just I'll leave you with a question. If I mean, I don't know how much you agree with me that we desperately need another starter, but if we were to get a starter, who is out there that can? I don't say Martin Perez. I think he's a one. He's a one-year wonder. Uh, ZRA's in the upper fours already. I only can name Frankie Montes Pablo, but I, we got to go out and get someone. I'll hang uh, up. Here's, you guys rock. Talk to you again. Appreciate the call, Charlie. Frankie Montas scares me. Like, if you're Pete Walker, can you just get me somebody who doesn't have a bad arm or isn't a work in progress? You know, please, <laughs> once bring in somebody that I don't have to, you know, that I can just say here, I, I sit down and work with that's a whole pitcher. Uh, Frankie Montas, yeah, great. I, I think Frankie Montas would be a great Yankee. You know, he could be a great Yankee. Go to a team where they could take all the time they needed to get him set up. They're in the playoffs. You don't have to, you know, push him right away. Uh yeah, I, I just I don't I don't trust the guy. I don't trust the guy at all. Pablo Lopez, Kevin, we've been pounding this drum for a while. Pablo Lopez would be the guy. But it's going to cost, cost you a lot. It's going to cost you a lot. Now, if it's me, if it's me, if 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 Gabriel Moreno has to go in a package for Pablo Lopez, I've done that a week ago. Hell, I've done that a month ago. If that's the case. Bottom line is this: the Jays, yes, they could use. Another starting pitcher, and you know, forget Barrios. I just think we have to we have to look at Alec Manoa's performances recently. You have to at least bear that in mind as you 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 look ahead. We're in uncharted territory with the guy. Yes, he's a big guy. Yes, he's a horse. Mm-hmm. Yada yada. I get all that. Haven't gone that, down that road with him before. We haven't seen him in the postseason. So that is a factor. So yes, another starter. Another starter would be swell, but. You're asking me right now what gets what is the immediate need for this team going into this road trip? What is bullpen. the immediate need? It is the bullpen. And I keep getting back to this. Every team we see, and I talked to Cliff Floyd about this today. He asked me the question, how come every team you see, Baltimore, how come they've all got guys? who have swing and miss stuff. I mean, everybody does. That's not an exaggeration. Everybody I, I, does. I will those, say this. And those are guys they picked up off off, off the scrap heap. I, I, I really, no, the eye test tells you well, that, okay. Kevin. Every team okay. we see come I'm in here has got velo. The, I, I think the definition for the Toronto Blue Jays as an organization for swing and miss is a different definition than every other team's is. I, I, I think that they think arm angles and adding subtracting is swing and miss stuff when everybody else thinks in, you know, a marathon of a season, you need to say to a fastball hitter, here it is, big fella, see if you can hit it. I don't think the Blue Jays think that way. Yeah, you know what, though? I, yeah, and, and you're right. I'm tired of a finesse. I don't want a bunch of artists. Yeah, I, I don't want either. somebody that has to paint daintily. I want somebody who's going to throw crap against the wall. I, I, I really, at least one guy that's going to do that. At least one guy that's going to do that. And again, the numbers, the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. 4-1, the Detroit Tigers losing to the Toronto Blue Jays. The Jays have taken 3 of 4 from the Tigers. They are 4-2, and two, or finished the homestand 4-2, 12 games over 500, 57-45. 
Kevin, a big road trip coming up. They have Monday off, two games at Tropicana Field against the Rays. We all know about the Rays. Four against the Minnesota Twins, then three against the resurgent Baltimore Orioles. This is a uh, it, it's an interesting it's it's an interesting it's interesting timing for a trip like this. No question. Well, they they need a little jolt for me. They they need somebody else walking in the doors that has got a little octane that will get everybody's chest poking out. That that's exactly what they need. So they need Ross to go out and do some things, which I I'm I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and think he's going to do that and he'll do what he has to do to, to get it. Uh, but I do think they, they can't stop doing the little things. You know, we saw Bo Bichette didn't hustle, should have been standing on second base on a pop-up to bias. Got to do the little things. I, you can do that against Detroit. You can't do that against Minnesota. You can't do that against Tampa Bay, even if Tampa Bay's not Tampa Bay that they were last year because of all the injuries. You got to do the little things. So continue to do those things. Continue to pass the baton with quality at bats. If they do those things and Ross goes out and adds a piece while they're on the road, they're going to be fine. They're going to make the playoffs. Hopefully they get home field advantage and they make a little bit of a run at it. Got a couple of minutes left before we scoot. Michael in Nova Scotia. Whereabouts are you, Nova Scotia? Oh, we're driving to Peggy's Cove. Oh, there you go. It's awesome. Lovely it's part, of, lovely part of the country. Lovely part Unreal. of the country. The weather has been baseball perfect weather. <laughs> oh, Beautiful. Go ahead. And they're big baseball fans in the Maritimes. I Absolutely. tell people I, I went we went to PEI for a family trip five years ago and driving out. We were staying at a place out near Victoria by the sea and driving out there. And there's this guy in his I guess it was the middle of a potato field. And he's got his tractor there. He's got this humongous Blue Jays flag flying off the back of the tractor. And I just uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Go ahead, Michael. Canada's team. So I got a bunch of names for you. Um, and they're on teams that aren't doing so well right now, and they're kind of getting a little bit in the kind of 30s. So uh, mm-hmm. Martin Perez has had a resurgent season. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Blackburn, who's kind of come out of nowhere. Yep. I mean, he's younger, but he's, you know, he's on Oakland. Yep. Um, uh, um, um, Merrill Kelly. Yeah. In Arizona, right? You know, he's like yep. 33, so he might be uh, attainable. Um, there was somebody else on. Oh, and John Gray. Right? All yeah. in Texas again, right? So yeah. there's possibilities there. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the, Martin Perez is interesting because if, if you if you follow what a lot of the national writers are saying, there really seems to be an, an, an indication that Martin Perez wants to stay with Texas and Texas wants to keep him. Like, I've heard his yeah. name on the market, but it seems to have come off. The problem I have with guys like Paul Blackburn and Merrill Kelly is I, I don't know if they really move the needle. You know, I, I need – I, we keep talking about, but I I need somebody who can come out here and throw a hundred with sink. I need somebody like yeah. Gregory Soto. No, um, I was talking about just I was talking just about starters. Um, in relievers, uh, Fulmer would be fantastic. Um, Daniel Bard, Trevino, they still got. Lots well, of Bard is resigned. Bard is resigned with Colorado, so he's oh, he not in the trade market. Yeah, he signed a two-year uh, contract yesterday. Let me ask you this. Let's yep. let's because we haven't really we talked about pitchers for a while. We haven't talked about position players. How do you feel about adding a position player? Huge. Um, Lou, uh, Arias in Minnesota, and they may be reluctant to move him, but maybe that's worth moving a guy like um, Moreno for. He's young. He's a left-handed bat. He plays all over the infield. He plays the outfield, and he's a and he's a great contact hitter. Not a lot in mm-hmm. power. He's got a little bit of speed, but he would be a he'd be a huge addition for the Jays. And I love he'd Ian Happ. Well, yeah, listen. Have started as a second baseman, so you know yep. he does have the positional flexibility, and you know 
we know where the Cubs are right now, so they could use some injections too. So and and um, yeah, I think Minnesota's maybe maybe may a good target. So they we, we definitely could add some position players, and they don't they don't have to be massive, but like you were somebody was saying earlier, they need to be a contact guy. They need a guy that just gets on base and doesn't just you know hack away. And yeah, you know, well, you we, know I, I don't think the Jays need Joey Gallo. I think they need somebody that yeah, is, well, they, you know, no, a God, no. leadoff hitter. No, they don't need and, and thanks for the call, Michael, and drive safely. They, no, they don't need they don't Thank need you. Joey Gallo. I mean, I you know I I, I kind of like Barker's idea of moving Lourdes Gurriel up in the order a little bit because I think he does give you a little <clears> bit of contact. He's he's kind of profiles differently than any, anybody else they have. Look, a, as to Ian Happ, the deal that's sitting there right now to be made is David Robertson and Ian Happ to the Blue Jays for, and you probably wouldn't even have to give up Moreno for that uh, to get that deal done. Ian Happ. As much as I've talked about pitching, I've also said, and I think Kevin and I both said this today, the qualifier, if George Springer is going to be day-to-day, then I need another bat someplace in that lineup. But the the only thing is he's got to give me defense in center field. He's got to give me defense in center field. And that's the issue with Ian Happ. Um, I guess you could... You know, you could sub in late in the game. But, uh, yeah, it, it's – I mean, there's a big shopping list. You know, it's it's funny, right, mm-hmm. Kevin, for a team that's leading the wild card race right now, it's still a pretty big shopping list. It, it, it is. For, for me, I'm okay with Toppy playing center field. And if you bring more swing and miss and stuff in here, then you don't have to worry about your outfield defense as much. If you and if you have to, fair. again, it gets back to that. If you if you have to give up a a, a position player at the big league level, Teoscar Hernandez sounds like he's not coming back. They're not going to re-sign him. So you try and make a move yeah, that, with that. That, that train left get, the station this 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 uh, this sure, spring. Sure did, sure did. Just seems like the two sides are going in opposite directions. So if that's the case, then maybe you try and go out and use him for a piece to get what Michael was talking about. Maybe that fourth or fifth guy that's controllable. You know, that's not – you know, if you don't re-sign Ross Stripling, maybe you got your guy that's controllable that can add and subtract that's not going to hurt your team, give you a chance, maybe give you five or six innings, an outing. And then you worry about that that extra bat in the offseason. I just think, for me, they don't have enough swing and miss stuff. It's too hard for a manager to try and throw four or five names against the wall and always be right at it. I mean, it's just too much to ask. Every once in a while, you got to have a guy that just goes, or two or three guys that go, throws 100, doesn't matter if they're left-handed or right-handed, get them up, bring them in the game. Jennifer in Toronto, take us home, Jennifer. Oh, hi, how are you? Good, good. Good, good, good. Um, um, I wasn't thrilled with Billy's call, but uh, some of the comments. But the one thing I do agree with is uh, I called a couple months ago and said I, I love, I love the Orioles. I love Santander, Mountcastle, Cedric Mullins. They got that Batista and Dylan Tate. I mean, that bullpen is amazing. I would not be surprised to see the Orioles go on a run. And I think we can beat the Rays upcoming. We miss McClanahan. And the Twins have injuries, and mm, the Twins, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm interested in how we do against the Orioles. I think this will oh, be a yeah. big test. And our bats need to get going. Um, T. Oscar got the home run yesterday, but he was 0 for 13. And uh, you can extrapolate over the last 20 games. But they gave us so many opportunities to score runs and mm-hmm. um 
And some people are regressing. Danny Jansen, Kirk, whom I love, but, you know. So I'm just saying I'm interested in seeing how we do against the Orioles. I think that'll be a good litmus test. Yeah, and Jennifer. great show, and I listen to you in the afternoon. Thanks, Thanks Jennifer. Jennifer. Appreciate Bye-bye. the call. Be well. Listen, I kind of feel – I feel guilty now because remember when the schedule was tough early in the year, we were saying, yeah, but don't forget the Jays got all those games against the Baltimore Orioles coming up at the end. You know, yeah, boy, just suck it up. Boy, the Yankees have got an easy – all we got to do is get through this and we can feast in the Orioles. And we've seen that Orioles bullpen, Kevin, and that Orioles bullpen is a handful. And and Jennifer's right. Like, I, I look, I admit, Ryan Mountcastle's – a better player than I thought he was. The kid at shortstop, the kid at shortstop, the guy at shortstop has been good. Uh, they, you know what? They play like a team with house. They play like a team that doesn't have a care in the world, which they don't. They, yeah, th- yeah, they don't. We talk a lot about a team that's a game over five hundred. Now I understand they've lost as many games as they've lost a couple of years, and 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 now they know they have a blueprint of what it takes to yep. win in the American League East. You can do it with some timely hitting and a really, really, really good bullpen. You can piece it together and at least keep yourself in it because of the expanded playoffs. But look, you, 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 the Blue Jays are getting them for fifteen games. Go ten and five against them, you'll end the season where you want to end the season yep. with. Don't go eight and seven, but that's yep. it's it's really that simple. And yeah, and the Blue Jays right now, the Blue Jays are a better team than the, than the Baltimore Orioles are. Yeah, yeah, twelve over five hundred uh, for the third time this year, a high watermark. So that is it for us today. Don't forget tomorrow from ten to noon, Blair and Barker on Sportsnet five ninety, the Fan and the Sportsnet Radio Network. John Paul Morosi in studio for a full hour with us. We'll be back with Blue Jays talk. Tuesday after that game against the Rays, after the trade deadline. 4-1, the Jays beating the Detroit Tigers. They're off to Tampa, Minnesota, and Baltimore. Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, the trade deadline. Stay on Sportsnet 590, the fan, for all, all the trade deadline news. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side, baseball fans.